This is T-Dog in the house. The much anticipated, long awaited episode of T-Dog. Mo and T. T-Dog? <laughs> That's what. When did you start okay. using T-Dog? I feel like I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> Hello everyone. I am Mo Sibel and this is the More Sibel Podcast. You guys just heard that. Yes, welcome to the show. This is the Marcible Podcast, a podcast about culture and cultural nomads, designed for Blacks and Asians and those who love them. I'm your host, Marcible, Nigerian-born, U.S. educated, Korean-speaking, struggling intellectual. And today I have um, my husband, the love of my life, the one I love to hate and hate to love. Just kidding. Just the plain love of my life. What other way can I use to describe you? My um, brown eyes. Uh, brown eyes. Jeez, that was what I was doing. Young in love and foolishly in love. Um, the, my friend, very good friend of, um, my friends for how long now? Is that a trick question? <laughs> no, it's okay. I know you're not very good with so dates. Like, uh, 15, 16? Yeah, 15, 16 years, yeah. And, um, it's been a while. I've been trying to get this guy on the show, but he just, I mean, one thing kept happening and initially he wasn't like, eh, I want to be on your show. And I had to tell him, um, my, Fans actually want you, they like you because one time you did like a you know cameo when you called me when I was recording and someone's like oh your husband has a very nice voice and he sounds like a nice person have him on the show oh wow I feel flattered oh jeez and he was like okay and you have to pay me and I'm like I cannot afford you so I've had to pay in kind guys things I do for you I've pimped myself away just so I can have him on the show today so just I never did anything for you guys and um and so that that you know on his part and on my part i think sometimes when we're just about recording we'll just have a fight and i'm like i'm not even in the mood to talk to you right now how much you know how much less bringing you on the show and we had a fight there was it even a fight this morning i don't know how to distinguish the different ones anymore. well anyways and i was like you know i'm just gonna bite the bullet like i'm just bringing him on the show like yeah whatever because i was like, kind of desperate my episode is supposed to come out tomorrow and I wanted to make sure I do this. So yeah, that's a growth of my behalf. Um, so anyways, welcome, um, Dr. Taiwo to the show. So, um, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Thank you all for having me. Um, this is Taiwo. Um, I'm pleased you don't need to put the doctor there. Um, yeah, Taiwo. I'm happy to be here. Finally, after so much anticipation, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad to be here with you guys. And especially on whose part? Is it your part or my part? Well, I guess y'all's part. You've been trying to um, <laughs> figure out the mystery behind um, Taiwo. So. Yeah, the great man behind the great woman, right? <laughs> well, if you say so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. Anyways, um, so I just, I mean, he's going to, we're going to do this. I don't know how often this is going to be. Because I, I was actually trying to, another angle to that was, I was trying to not just have you here without a content reason a cogent reason rather i wanted to just protect you from this world because i'm all for the fame but i know you're not very comfortable with publicity so it's fine i'll be your brave heart and tick all of the arrows but i wanted us to talk about something um personality test and we did one recently um a little bit of a caveat to that i don't really believe in all those tests i should say that I think the psychometrics behind it isn't always very solid as a researcher. And also as an individual, you can't just 
sum up the entirety of someone's life with a bunch of numbers or alphabets you string together. That said, but any opportunity I have to, in a way, judge this person beside me when they take their personality test, I always look forward to it. So being the petty person that I am, and this is what I'm going to do today. So we took the Enneagram test. If you haven't had that done before, I, I mean, I don't recommend any personality test. But at least, you know, the descriptive parts of it, at least you can be able to understand why you tick and what makes you tick, what's your interpersonal relationship like. So I took the test, he took the test. I ended up being a seven, wings eight, which I'm going to explain. And he, you were what? One. Wings two, right? So um, I kind of knew I was a seven. Apart from seven being like the perfect number, I just had to be a seven. And I also took the 16 big personalities, the Maya Briggs. I came out being an ENTPT, which I wasn't really surprised there. You know, it's called the debater. And the E there is, you know, extroversion, meaning I'm extroverted. And he did his, and he ended up being an ESFJA. And I'm like, how are you an E? Extroverted? Like, I don't think you are. I think I have rubbed off on you over the years, but I don't think you originally started out being an extrovert. So explain yourself. I think you um, you must really feel flattered um, thinking that you rubbed off on me. Um, I think I would say this dates back to my twin brother. I think I, I kind of he kind of rubbed off on me. Growing okay, up. I, um, I was more of an introvert. I remember I could even. Like talk, talk to, to someone, girls, talk to girls. I can't even hold any, you know, body by the hand and, yeah. <laughs> and all that stuff. But as I grew older, you know, and you know, from my twin brother became bolder, you know, I, I think I ended up trying to get to know people and meet people. And in short, um, in my residency program, I keep telling them that I'm introverted, but then they laugh and they're like, "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> You're not that you are an extrovert. And I think I see myself being that. I think one thing that probably people misconstrue sometimes is when I um I'm in a setting uh where there are people that I don't know I'm meeting for the first time, still trying to figure them out. So I guess that's where I observe and judge. So I see how that came out from my personality testing. But once I get to know you and we're friends yeah, all the inhibitions are let loose. And yeah. So you're performing extrovert. It's not like you're really an extrovert. It's no, what I'm no, trying to I say. I observe people. I gauge people for where they are. I study people. I don't know. I think that test is like rigged. Like it's like the personality gets, I mean, we need to like go back. The Russians act into it. Because I, 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 I don't think you're like a full introvert. But if you compare your level of extroversion... To my level of extroversion, there has to be like a significant difference. Oh is what I'm goodness. trying to say. Was it statistically significant? It has no. It has to be. There has to be something wrong with it. Or maybe the day you took it, you're higher. So you know how even your personality test it, it depends on the day you take it, like or whatever mode you are in. So this is why I don't really believe in all this uh, personality test. But anyways, it's okay. Maybe not okay, but you know we're not gonna agree on this, and that's okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, as a one when you did before you did yours, I just knew you had to be a two in one level, and I'll explain why. So, as a one with two, or uh, one winged two, here are some of the characteristics that defines you. And let me know if this is like you. They said you're idealistic and compassionate of others. 
That's absolutely spot on. <laughs> you champion causes and believes and enjoy the political arena. He did head on. Do you like to be alone to recharge? Yeah, sometimes. So how are you an extrovert? Yeah, you're an extrovert when you're with people, right? But then... To recharge, you I go to people. You want to like, be with people. You're going to take time to yourself. Sometimes. So. All right. You can get very irate and vocal when you're unhappy. Yeah, I am not one to um, <laughs> keep things bottled emotions. I let things out. And then you walk out, right? <laughs> no, I don't walk out. Like, you say what you want and then you walk away. Because <laughs> you don't want to listen to that confrontation. Yeah, sometimes I try to avoid. Honey, I know you. I know, I know you. And then um, you piss them off and they will hear it. Like, you, they will, you will tell them, you know, how they pissed you off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's so you spot on. And so So you're so from what I gather you're you're kind of agreeing that this actually describes me. Yeah, I think it does. And so, so some of the do's of a type one is um they have to thank you for what you do. Yeah. Giving you a medal for all of that. Not a medal, but <laughs> inside your people. It's normal. They have to ask for your advice. Like me asking you for advice or People asking you, the people asking you for advice, ask for my advice. You like you like that. Well, you know what? I think it's just my personality. People think I'm so full of wisdom and <laughs> I am a fountain of knowledge and people it's okay, don't ask me, you know, what my thoughts are. And I, I feel humble that, you know, they would come to me. Why am I entering this trap? So, anyway. I walked into I worked right into that, didn't I? <laughs> and um, they help help me to have fun. Like you need people to help you to have fun. Yeah, why do you think I? And this is what you? oh gee, exactly. This is why I feel used. I need a reparation check for all the influence I have in your life. When I say I have influence in your life, you keep saying no. Nah, it's my dream brother. Oh, I'll say you have a little bit, but I think now it's been flipped around. Initially, when we started, you know, started dating, yeah, um, it was pretty much you. You had so much energy and all that. Yeah, know? I wasn't as fat. I wasn't as fat as then. Uh, as, as fat as I am now. <laughs> well. But now I'm like literally trying to drag you out, honey. You know? I'm retiring in my old ways. Like no, I'm getting older. No, you're cramping my style. Um, ah, anyway. Yeah. Um. So there's some don'ts. They should don't say I'm irresponsible. Yeah. You don't like that. Um. Don't let you do all the work. Yeah. I know you don't like that. Um. Question your integrity. Oh, that's a big no for you. Yeah. Or your motives. Um. Because you have some tendencies to be a wing. Two, so type two. Um, some do's of type two would be appreciate your helpfulness. Um, ask me about myself. Like you could, you, I know you love talking about yourself a lot. Not really. <laughs> if someone were to ask you what you did, you probably might not say doctor, but yeah, I don't like to mention that because I want people to get to know me for who I am uh, and not uh, be uh, uh, carried uh, away uh, by uh, oh, he's a doctor, <laughs> you know. And having that idea of, oh, he's a doctor and you don't really know the person. Yeah, yeah. Because people tend to just want to give you that respect automatically. But you don't even know if I'm a jerk, I'm, I'm not a nice person, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let me know you care. Like, letting people know you, they care about you. And um, some don'ts of type two, take me for granted. Don't take you for granted. Don't be cold or indifferent and don't make me feel left out. Yeah, I see that. I see that a lot. Um, so that's that. And so for me, I am a type seven according to the Enneagram with a wing eight. And I agreed, you know, but like I said, you know, typically I don't, 
I agree with the, with the analysis, but I don't think everything defines me. I still want to leave that room for growth and understand that my identity is tired and crashed and whatnot. The basic fear of a type eight, and I will say some things and tell me if you agree with what they say about me. Um, and I can explain why I think some of the things might be true. Um, I have a fear of being deprived. I want to pursue new opportunities and avoid being controlled by schedules. Yeah. That's so true. That's so, so true. Yeah. It's so hard for you to stick to a schedule. Yeah. I don't like that. I feel like, um, free reigns and even though I can be quite structured, but I just like the fact that if I were to leave my schedule open, I can pursue new opportunities. You know? My basic desire is to be content and satisfied. I love experiencing the world by traveling and going to parties. Ah, that was you 10 years ago. <laughs> Wait, I still like traveling. Maybe not just going to parties anymore. I just find them a little bit enervating, like the fakeness of some parties. I would just, but I still host parties with students, you know. I bring them over to the house and we just... You don't like to go to parties, but you like to host parties. Yes, uh, it depends on the kind of parties. I, I like meaningful time. People just go, you know, it's about who dresses up, you know, the best, who, uh, who does what. I don't like fakeness, you know, so I'm, I'm avoiding some certain parties, but I, the ones I go to have to be meaningful, but I don't mind throwing them and bringing people over and we can have meaningful conversations and talk about things that can make us progress. That's, you know, that's my new twist to it. Um, I'm, I'm not afraid of missing out. I don't think I'm afraid of missing out. You, know, you, you can't be afraid because you miss out every day. Exactly. I think it's just a cynical approach I have because I don't jump on the bandwagon because everybody's doing something. I think because I have a wing eight, I have that cynical approach to things. I just want to do things because they are popular. You know, if anything, I would avoid doing it because it's popular. I love the, cons- the company of others. Yes. And I justify negative actions and feelings. I think that's true. My strength, I have um, high energy and I'm positive. Um, I'll say sometimes. Okay, um, that's fair. All the time. That's fair. Like I said, this 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 is not like a um one rule fit all. I'm naturally self confident and I have charisma. Very true. Yeah, you like gathering I was a, attention. And then I don't gather; it just comes to me. You know how easy it is to just. I was in church on Sunday, and this guy that checked me looked at me. I was like. It's just something about you. Yeah, I hear that a lot about myself too. Because, you know, I have rubbed off on you. Uh-huh. At least take credit for that. I take credit for that. I'm just naturally charismatic. And I, I know the kind of power I have on people. But I, and I think the, the boundaries in Christ helped me not to like overuse that. Because I do know I have that influence on people. I'm able to accept myself, yes. And I remain calm in crisis situations. Mm, I think that's me. No, we're talking about me now. You can have those traits, but yeah, I think I'm quite good with you know, crisis. I don't freak out like, oh my God. Or like some people I know whom I'm not going to mention on the show. Yeah, you remain calm. You remain calm, but but deep inside you bottle up those emotions and you you don't express them. Maybe not so... to people around me, but I, I think inside my head and I think when I... I'm involved in activities, yes. Mm. I see. Yeah. And my blind spots um perceived as impatient and blunt. Yeah. Ah, okay. Thought I was talking about me. I know no, you I know you're uh, blunt. I'm I know, patient. No, you're patient and blunt. I'm impatient and blunt, yeah. Um but I'm not as blunt as you can be. Do <laughs> <Through> that. <laughs> um oh God, you're so horrible. You know that. Um focus is too heavily on career. Yes, I'm career focused. Um, difficulty following through on plans. Yes. But I... You scored a 10 out of 10 on that one. Being 10 being perfect, like, execution. (laughs) Tendency to focus on material things. No, I'm not materialistic. 
Ah, well, I'll say you're not, but you know, just to walk to your walk-in closet, and that's totally different, though. Otherwise. That's totally different. You know, I was deprived as a child. How many pairs of shoes? <laughs> oh my God, folks! Hey, I actually I put this dirty linen out in the closet. I counted how many pairs of shoes my wife has. Lo and behold, guys. She I have a shoe fetish. 80 pairs of shoes. Last time you counted, right? Yeah. How about the ones I hid in the back of the car? <laughs> Not to talk of bags and clothes. and Anyway, we're very enough topic. Let's go back to... We well, thank God for the provision and thanks for your generous donation towards my lifestyle. <laughs> um, yeah, so I have a thing for shoes. Okay, that's my thing. You have a thing for wristwatches and perfumes. How many perfumes do you have? Yeah, just eight. How? Just eight. Yeah, and I'm I'm content. Content. How how much was how much were those perfumes? Oh, they're not really high end perfumes. Uh, at just least a hundred, a couple of hundred bucks for some of them. Not really. Maybe one or two. Or three or four. No. Out of eight. Ta. <laughs> so you have your thing. I have my thing. Okay. Let's just leave well, it. I have a thing for shoes. That's ten or eight, not eighty. But I mean. <laughs> Eight perfumes is like 80, 80 shoes because <laughs> <laughs> for a guy, oh, that's ludicrous. <laughs> no, for a guy, you know, shoes could be might not be your thing, but perfumes are equivalent to women's, you know, needs mm-hmm. shoes. Like I said, I was deprived as a kid. My mom had a very justifiable reason because I was in boarding house during my formative years, so she wouldn't buy a lot of shoes for me because I would easily outgrow them. And so I just grew up wanting to buy as many shoes as I wanted for myself, and most of them are in the color brown. Anyways, um. So, so the Enneagram type that I am, a seven with eight, they call us, um, the realist. Because seven is so, um, like an enthusiast, you know, you want to get things done. Eight is like a challenger. Eight is more like, you know, someone that just wants to rock the boat. The perfect combination of a seven with eight means that you tend to exhibit the following. I'm generally success oriented. Um, I pay attention to interesting, fascinating ideas, which is true. Um, I avoid painful feelings or situations. I don't think I necessarily avoid them. Do I? Yes, you do. You don't oh, yeah. like to talk about painful. Not with people, because it just... Is it, okay, is it that they just want to pity you, because I've been through a lot, or they just dismiss you? And I'd rather have none of that. So I just save that to talking to it with... You know, from my mouth to God's, God's ears, or um, to my therapist's mouth, um, ears, you know. That's how I roll. Uh, I can be very loyal, generous, and protective, yes, for those that I like. Um, I'm, I'm always inside my head thinking. I'm not in the present. I'm focused on the future and planning. Is no, that really? No, yeah. That's not you. That's me. Yeah, that's you. I think I, I'm, I'm not usually in the present, but I'm not always focused on the future as well. Um, I never forget a personal slight. I cost, yes, I, I, I cut. Very, very true. <laughs> I know you, I knew you were going to want to breeze through that one. Hold on. I cut ties with anyone who causes me pain. True. I cut ties. No, not that. No, no. I if, if they're not repentant or if I see like a, it's not just you do something to me and I cut you off right away. No, well, if I engage in with them and they don't, they're not willing to like. They keep hurting me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not just anyone should do that. Yeah, it's just for my personal safety because I know it's gonna hurt me more. Not that you offend me and I and I just cut off. You know, I'll let you know what you did. And if I find that you keep doing that, I'm just gonna cut off from you. It's just self protection. Um, I'm assertive. I'm a jack of all trades. Yep. And a master of all. Yes. And I've told you this many times. You want to do everything, you know, when you can 
harness your energy and on one thing and do it perfectly and then go to the next thing well um i was born to sway all right um, I am self-reliant, I'm a workaholic, and I must always be busy. Yeah. My brain never shuts down. I know you don't believe that. You think it's hard for me to just not sleep. I have to like shut my brain down. It's like Windows 98. Like the shutdown process is like 10 minutes long. Well, we need to update your CPU or what they call it. No, it's not. They don't even have a warranty anymore on it. They've closed shop on it. Um, when I mature my levels, I can be more focused and I, I'm humorous. Yes. I can have offbeat or dark humor. Yes. I have a, you know, twisted sense of humor. Glutinous tendencies. So true. Loves food, loves exciting experiences, loves laughing and general consumptions of all things fabulous. Shoes, foods, and friends. That is me. <laughs> yes, that is you. Yeah. So, um, I think the idea behind this is just to get to know you better, I guess. And, um, oh, and let me read some of the do's and don'ts of a type seven. We needed have fun with me, appreciate my spontaneity, enjoy my grand visions. Did you hear that, babe? Enjoy my grand visions because it's so, there's plenty more where that came from. Mm-hmm. Do not be clingy or needy. Yeah. It's a weakness. I will eat you up if you're too clingy or needy. Do not ask me to do tedious things. Yeah. I don't like you stressing me just with your own assignment. And do not micromanage me. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You don't like that. I think the idea behind this is just to look at strengths and weaknesses and things you can improve on. And, um, but what, what was, when you were doing the exercise, what was it like for you? Uh, it was just another task. Another couple of boxes to check off i was like you know how accurate can this really um describe me but i think it did a pretty good job though i think the questions were um well asked um but you had to read the question adequately um oh i wouldn't say adequately scratch that i would say um there were some questions that you needed to read and understand before answering so um, but I, I think it did a pretty good job at figuring out mostly who I am, I think. I thought I was that personality that was very, very hard to figure out. Oh, jeez. Everybody thinks they are, you know, exotic, like some birds in the rainforest. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Um, I think that you, sometimes, when you even answer those questions... Please rephrase that. Oh, my gosh. This is listening to our conversations. Just shut up, Google. I think that... It depends on, like, sometimes when you answer those questions, I, do you think you're truly answering them, like, this is who I am or who I wish I could be? Yeah, I think I answered based on who I am. Mm-hmm. So, like, that bias of just insertion, like, you know, leading questions, like, oh, I want to be nicer, I want to be patient, so I'm just going to, you know, click on it. And that's why I don't think all of the responses you find, you know, from those tests, you should take that, like, you know, this is who I am. But what was the one thing you found interesting about the test you took? Interesting? Yeah. <laughs> I thought I mentioned that it was more like a chore. This was long. Um, was it more fun for you at all? No, I mean, there were some interesting questions I saw there. Um, let me see. Can I even recall one? Let's see, to show how bored I was doing this. But... Um, Yeah, I mean, there were some things. So, actually, 
um, I, I went to a chief resident conference and we did something similar to this. Um, and I kind of realized that based on my personality, as at that time, I was um, someone that liked to pursue change, you know, and be fair. And um, I knew I had the tendency to be judgmental. So it was pretty interesting to see how um, those things that I already was aware of was replicated by this um, testing. So that was quite impressive. And I think um, for me, I was just like, okay. I think it was a chore. I like to know stuff, you know. I get higher knowledge and all that. Mm-hmm. But I still took the I took the questions with a dose, healthy dose of cynicism. Like, you can always figure me out, but I'm just going to take it anyways. So, yeah, I think that was one thing I found interesting. And so that's that on personality tests. I'm going to send out a quiz. I think we're going to do a quiz so we can, people can guess who's who and based on our personality types, I'm going to ask some questions and we're going to draw the, the one, if you have more than one person responding right to the questions, we're going to have a drawing, but, um, how much we, I'm thinking of doing like a $10, $20 gift card. Yeah. I think you just do 20 just for the heck of it. And we can do, you don't have to be living in the U S to participate. If you, whatever country you live in, if you have a PayPal account, we can transmit the money there. So watch out for the quiz for that. And, um, I think before you leave, I'm just going to ask you a random question. Wasn't real random. I'd actually asked my, my fans to send some questions in for you. Mm. Okay. That sounds interesting. Um, I think so the question was, why did you choose me? then and why do you choose me now wow okay why did i choose you then i would say i'm drawn to you know people that are very intelligent and smart and i think you were then and you are even more now um and you are very caring and uh and you are still caring but not when you're mad at me yeah (laughs) obviously very true (laughs) you know why um yeah, you're caring, smart, you had lots of high energy, you love people, you know, those are things that really were important to me. So that's why I was drawn to you then, and that's why I'm still drawn to you now. Oh, look at loving that. <laughs> you're just a fish. <laughs> I, I guess I should just answer the same as well. Why did I choose you then? Um, better reasons, but I'll just keep it shut, like, I like that you're stable, level-headed. Um, as the time I met you, I was, you know, just trying to, what's the word, clear the cobwebs in my head. And I knew someone that was totally opposite of that, that inspired mental stability and just oral stability, and that was who you were. I like that you are very dependable. For the most part, I mean, only God is 100% dependable. But I think as someone... As a man you know, of integrity and a man of his word, you come to mind. You're an example of that. And that's something I would always, you know, be grateful about, like, for choosing you. And even though sometimes I don't think you care like that, um, you can be caring. I think that's the word for it. I'm not going to lie. I don't think you care all the time. Or maybe it could be like, I'm not even going to explain why, but that's just it. But you can't be caring. And in, in, in those multiple times or, cause the times you care are still more than the times I feel like you don't care. So during the pre, pre, preponderance of the times you care, 
I like that very much. And yeah, she's just that stability and someone that I, I can build, you know, an empire with. You know, you're very trustworthy. And, um, you let me be me. I think that's, you know, the important thing. And I, but I just like how you let me be me. You, you're very accepting of just, um, the wild child in me. And you've helped me grow to be a better person in several areas of my life. And so that's that. Okay. But. Is that all? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, that's, uh, yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah. I think that sounds about right. Mm, yeah, I think I care a lot. I don't. Yeah. But. Maybe you should be more open to seeing me as a caring person. And then you see that. I think there has to still be that level of um, cynicism in the marriage. I think so. I think so. I think it helps to keep it. I think there has to be something that I feel like you're not very good at. So that way I feel like I'm still worth the pursuit and you're still worth the pursuit. I mean, so, yeah. So I think in summary, why a marriage will be the, the L words, you know, love, logic, and longevity. It just made sense. Anyways, um, any final thoughts for the fans? Well, yeah, I'm glad to finally be here. Um, I hope you guys gleaned in um, and learned a little bit about, you know, the mystery behind the man behind the successful woman. Um, maybe a tad little bit, but I'm happy to come back here and... Uh, I guess have more conversation and maybe one of these days you can do one of your live um, shows and with you, yeah, you have to pay me for I'm that happy one. To come on and uh, you just pay me by the hour. Oh jeez, cash or cash? No cash. It has to be cash. No. <laughs> or let's stick with both. <laughs> <laughs> and guys, thank you for listening to the show. Um, thank you for your subscriptions and. Um, it really means a lot to um, Tolani Mo, as she likes to be called. Um, but um, I think she's doing a really great job here. Please share, um, please subscribe, please listen, please support her courses. I think there are things that are really passionate um, that she's Aww. really passionate about. And, I didn't want to ask you um, to do that. You care. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> you call like there you go, points. guys. <laughs> but yeah, um, so. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. And thank you for having me. Well, guys, this, you had that. Um, the course I'm currently working on now is the third three project. And that's the education scholarship for engineering students in Nigeria. Um, check the link. Uh, I've set up a, a GoFundMe account and a Paystack account. Um, you can also send money through PayPal. Um, as little as 10, 20, 50, whatever, whatever amount you have. I don't discriminate against money. Um, my hope is to be able to raise that $300. That is $1,000 for every year I have been alive. I'm going to turn the three in a couple of weeks. And I hope to keep this um, scholarship running so we can help um, change lives and provide um, opportunities for those that might not be able to afford school to be able to go to school and become better. And thank you all for listening. This has been the show. And I'm very glad that I finally brought my husband on the show today to talk about, you know, some of our personalities. And watch out for that quiz. We're going to be drawing the winners and sponsoring a $20 gift card. Um, so, yeah, um, don't forget to share, like he said. 
And I can't, I'll catch you guys on another episode of the show. Thank you all for listening. Bye. Bye. Thanks, babes. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Anything for you. Oh, whatever. I just, you, there's a relative ease with you guys that you can just walk into your room. Like yesterday when you came to my office and I went to eat and you saw some guys playing tennis and then ping pong rather. And then you just walked in and introduced yourself and said, yeah, so that's the extrovert. No, but I think it's a guy thing. Like, like if they think if I see a bunch of women somewhere, like, you know, doing something, I won't feel like I can go there and make friends. I feel like they might not like me. I think there's something about you guys. You can just, you feel free with other guys, even though you might not even know yourselves. Yeah, it's a bro thing. It's I a think that's a... Romance. <sighs> Man, what a world you guys live in. Anyways. I'm scared of falling. But I would fall a thousand miles for you. I'm scared of flying. But in a heartbeat, I will count the clouds for you. Bye.